0: The NBA is back. Welcome to the NBA Slate Star Podcast. I am Ridd Pack. Excited to be bringing this podcast to you, brought to you by AwesomeO.com. This podcast will be an overview, a quick aerial approach of to, uh, tonight's slate. Uh, this will be brought to you brought to you every night. And ex- I'm very excited to be joined by one of my closest friends in the DFS circuit, Eric Linquist, going by the uh, username of Elindy4. You might have caught one of his articles on the site. Uh Eric, how are you doing today? Dude, I'm doing great. It's uh it's nice
1: to have hoops back, you know. It's been a long 2 months. Uh just over 2 months, but it's fun to be back going and uh talking talking NBA with my guy. I uh, can't believe we get a chance to do this. This is incredible.
0: You uh, know, I'm very excited to have you on board. I mean, it's exactly been 71 days since the Lakers uh uh were reigning uh were named champions of the NBA and they're back at it later today playing the Clippers but very excited to be just talking about DFS and whatnot. A quick question for you before we go into NBA DFS and what a beast of its own right it is. Who do you think will be in the finals come July? Well,
1: not to put me on the spot right away or anything, but the Milwaukee Bucks are a team that I got my eye on. Uh, I think this Drew Holiday pickup is much bigger than anybody's really been playing up. I haven't I feel like they're kind of the untalked about team for being the perennial Eastern Conference one seed. We keep talking about Philly and all the changes there with Doc Rivers and Daryl Morey, and we're talking about the Heat and how unbelievable it was, even though they were a five seed running the table like they did. I don't know something about Giannis being secure there now and not having that over their head, and having Drew Holiday get—I mean, that's a huge that's a huge addition. So, how about yourself? What are you thinking?
0: I know the Lakers and uh, Bucks are the uh, two most favorite teams to come out of their respective conferences I like the following two teams in the Nets and the Clippers right now I'd love to see them go head to head in the finals and maybe we don't get a pandemic peace sighting come uh, 2021 in Paul George so but honestly I would love to see the Sixers play the Nuggets in the finals That I'd be rooting for those two, two Wait, teams pretty- you, you like Denver a little bit Just a little bit. I've been on their bandwagon for quite some time now, and to see how they performed last year's uh, playoffs was amazing, not to only come back from one, but two 3-1 deficits. Now, going into uh, this podcast, we're excited to bring this to you. It's a little rebrand of uh, what you guys might have heard, the early bird in previous years. This year, we're going to change things up a little bit. We're going to be going position by position, just a quick aerial approach of what the slate looks like to us at our own first glance, a quick first look on it and uh, just highlight some places that stand out to us what uh, injuries might be happening that we can take advantage of in player minutes and rotations, and additionally, where are the pricing uh, mi- uh, pr- uh, mistakes in pricing uh, there's always going to be some sort of edge right away. And trying to give us our own first outlook at it, obviously, things change over a day, NBA news is everything. And speaking of NBA news, Eric, what What do you think stands out in NBA DFS compared to MLB DFS and NFL DFS?
1: Well, first of all, I I think the big thing that you're going to hear constantly, and you're going to hear on our website constantly, is just variance. Like the variance that you have in NFL and in baseball, they're just two things that you know are a little bit more unpredictable. We can't necessarily, we don't have like a perfect formula the way that we kind of do. For gauging NBA players, Uh, number of minutes multiplied by fantasy point expectation generally gets you a median projection of what we're looking for uh, for the specific player that we're targeting or not targeting. Um, Over a sample size, as we go along, we'll start seeing things because like Steph Curry is somebody without Klay Thompson, who's going to see a big boost to his usage and specifically to his fantasy points per minute. And uh, once we get enough of a sample size, we're going to be able to look back at that and know kind of what to expect if he's going to play 35, 36 minutes, exactly what his fantasy, outp- uh, fantasy output should look like.
0: Now, I completely agree with you. And I think one of the most important things is just monitoring news throughout the day because news is pretty much can make or break your day. And taking advantage of news in NBA because Right away, there will be new minutes to be spread across to new players, and being on top of those players, if they're good plays, will lead you to being profitable on more nights than not. Uh, Anything else on NBA DFS before we dive right into this two-game slate?
1: Let's get going, man. I'm excited.
0: Yes, and the two games are phenomenal games. Studs across the board. Warriors are taking on the Nets, followed by uh, the Lakers taking on the Clippers in the Battle of L.A., uh, so, we'll go start off position by position. We'll take a look at the point guard position on DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo are the three sites that we'll be trying to focus on, talking about the prices across the board. On, on DraftKings, LeBron James, uh, re, uh, most recently named Finals MVP, 9.6K on DraftKings, and he's small forward only on FanDuel, while on Yahoo, he's 45, uh, 40, $49 at the point guard position. Talk to me about LeBron James and what do you think uh, load management is going to look like for him this year? And uh, what's your outlook on this game, specifically teaming up uh, with Anthony Davis and playing the Clippers?
1: Yeah, Uh, LeBron James is a great play. You don't need any of us to tell you that. He's 9,600 on DraftKings. Uh, What is he over on FanDuel? 11,000. That's still, you know, within the realm Uh, and he's going to be popular. Uh, It's hard to look at any faults there, but... One thing to keep in mind is the short layoff. We had two months, just over two months, you said 71 days between the NBA finals, game six of that NBA finals and opening day NBA. So you got to expect the Lakers maybe to monitor him a little bit more. You know, they have Kuzma that they just re-signed or gave you an extension to, excuse me. Uh, And they've got a bunch of other guys, Anthony Davis specifically, who can eat up a lot of that share. Uh, uh, eat up a lot of the production and and kind of let LeBron coast a little bit in this regular season. So uh, I'm not saying that he's going to come out of the gate slow, but uh, what are you kind of expecting for him?
0: LeBron is always, um, especially on DraftKings, where he can pick up the triple-double bonus and whatnot. It's just there's a ton of other good studs that we're going to get into when we go into some other positions. And value right now doesn't look that great It'll be interesting to see what LeBron James comes in at ownership compared to Anthony Davis. I think he'll be garnered a a lot more ownership just because he's coming in cheaper and LeBron James just being the brand name he is for casual fans on the opening night where there's a a couple million makers that are there on DraftKings and I think that FanDuel has their million as well. So it's going to be interesting what ownership uh, comes in at. Make sure to take a look at our ownership projections throughout the day. We'll talk about a special promo uh, later in the podcast, but Right now, I, I am always someone to always go to Anthony Davis or LeBron James, but at that price tag, you can't really go wrong there. Uh, let's talk about Kyrie Irving and Steph Curry in a matchup against um, each other. Uh, Kyrie's coming in at eighty five hundred and Steph is at ninety three hundred on DraftKings, while on FanDuel they're coming in at uh, uh, Curry is coming at eight point seven and Kyrie's is at nine k. What's your outlook on that matchup? And we haven't seen these guys play in quite some time. Curry did play in a few games before the COVID nineteen uh, shutdown for the re- uh, regular season for teams that didn't make the playoffs. And while Kyrie was ruled out of the bubble with his injury, what's your what's your take on this matchup? And is there a specific player that you prefer um, in spending up that salary for?
1: Well, I'm ecstatic, first of all, because Steph Curry, no matter your feelings about him, no matter how he chooses mouth guard, he's a pretty fun basketball player to watch. Uh, He's pretty unbelievable, some of the things that he can get done on a basketball floor. And without Klay Thompson, you're going to see a guy who's going to be chucking it. As much as you thought he was chucking it in 2018, I mean, it's going to come in full force in 2020. Uh, He's going to come out of the gate hot. He's had a lot of time. It looked like he was about to come back uh, when the season shut down in March. Uh, they, they were kind of like, I mean, it wasn't even something that they were worried about, uh, making the playoffs at that point, but you know, he's, he's somebody that I'm pretty darn excited to see, uh, from a fantasy outlook going forward. And then Kyrie, the guy's Kyrie, uh, can bust a crazy amount of upside. We saw right towards the tail end in February. He's somebody who, uh, put up 60, 70 point fantasy, fantasy games, Multiple times uh, before it was the Karis Lavert show in the bubble. So I'm excited to see kind of how these two match up and uh, basically see just how they fit into both of these new teams. Kyrie has more resistance than Kevin Durant, so that definitely has to be accounted for.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with you there. It's going to be fun watching those two t- team up together, obviously. Off the court, they're both their own enigma in their own right. Speaking of enigmas, shout out to him, Kyrie, and his Sage. I want to see that happen every night. Uh, and like, That makes one of us. I want Kyrie to be Kyrie. Yeah. <laughs> I want Kyrie to be Kyrie, and if Sage is what's going to make him great, uh, I want to see the Sage always being uh, brought around the arena. Oh, man. But Seth Curry is someone we're going to see without Klay Thompson, and obviously no Draymond Green tomorrow. He's going to be their lead dog this whole season. I think Seth Curry is going to put up some monster numbers. Maybe uh maybe now without his uh couple other assassins with him, maybe defenses is focused on him quite a bit more. Maybe he struggles a little bit. I don't see a box and one coming for Steph Curry tomorrow, but maybe defenses. Well maybe. Is I mean, considering to Draymond
1: him. sitting out, you gotta expect the backpack shooter to you know, he would have been out there going two for eleven from three, so that's that's a little bit extra production for him, I gotta assume. So uh.
0: Yeah, uh, rounding out the point guard position um, on DraftKings, you got Dinwiddie, Schroeder, and Lou Williams. Um, Schroeder and Lou Williams have multi-position eligibility. Lou Williams is someone who I'm interested to see what his role looks like without playing without uh, playing without Montrezl Harrell this time. Obviously, they were quite the dynamic duo off the bench, and Dinwiddie is someone who I just can't go to playing alongside with. KD and Kyrie, I just don't think that upside is going to be there this year around. He's priced up at 6K. I'm hesitant. I'm willing to. If you were to give me an option of 6K below, I'm looking at Lou Will on both sites on FanDuel. Uh, Dinwiddie is not a point guard on FanDuel, while Patrick Beverly and Wanamaker come in at some cheaper options than Alex Caruso. Well, uh, talk to me about your final thoughts on the point guard position before you go into shooting guard. You
1: gotta expect those top two are gonna soak up so much ownership, especially on Fanduel, where you're trying to target raw points. You've got nine k Kyrie, you've got eight point seven k Steph Curry. Uh, it feels like an easy spot where there's just such a straw, like a stark drop off after those two. So if you can find some kind of value over on Fanduel, Patrick Beverly's somebody who sticks out at forty two hundred for me, uh, specifically because he's somebody who can uh, accumulate stats in a multitude of ways that aren't scoring the basketball and that can be something that comes in handy on FanDuel where scoring is three points for every block and every steal so he's somebody that I think over there makes a lot of sense uh he provides a little bit of value too at 4,400 on DK but you don't necessarily have to go there as much but on FanDuel I'm definitely gonna have some shares
0: yeah and uh onto the shooting guard position we go and uh Leading the shooting guard position is Kawhi Leonard and Paul George on uh, DraftKings and uh, priced at 9.1k and 7.8k. On Fanduel, Paul George and Andrew Wiggins lead that position at 7.6 and 6.6 respectively. Andrew Wiggins is also has shooting guard el- eligibility on DraftKings. I'm uh, more uh, excited to play Paul George this year. I think there has been quite the quite the uh, negativity. He takes around a bad his, rap. Uh, Let's play, be serious. Alisa. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, definitely. Especially um, him saying that Doc used him like J.J. Redick and Doc said Ty Lu was sitting right next to next to me all year and he's going to be used <laughs> like J.J. Redick again. So, But at that price, like $1,300 in Kawhi Leonard, there's no reason uh, on a two-game slate, there's a chance that Paul George cannot easily outscore Kawhi Leonard. I do prefer Kawhi straight up right now by raw points, but it's not all that different um, looking at it just at a first look for me. I like Paul George. I want to be ahead on Paul George before that price tag goes up. I think I think he's going to show out. He he got his contract extension. I think he'll prove people wrong. I mean, he, he finished a third in MVP voting in his final years of OKC. Talk to me about Kawhi and Paul George and uh, this Clipper uh, tandem.
1: For the all the reasons that you said, yeah, Paul George takes a bad rap, uh, but we're also getting a big discount, and that's seventy eight hundred. Difference on DraftKings as opposed to going 9,100 with Kawhi. Uh, Those savings come in handy, especially if you're trying to put together some kind of a game stack with Anthony Davis, uh, LeBron James. Tagging those two together and getting Kawhi is is difficult, uh, putting those three up top. It's a lot easier to go down to Paul George, get a little bit of savings, and and improve on a spot there. Over on FanDuel, uh, Paul George is 7,600. Kawhi is 9,500. But Kawhi plays small forward where you've got LeBron, Kawhi, and then there's just such another stark drop off and that's kind of the theme of of point guard shooting guard uh you've got paul george and then andrew wiggins is somebody that's going to be an unknown we don't necessarily know what his usage is going to look like uh paired up with paired up with steph um and then you know everybody else down there there's a lot of shooting guards that i have some interest in taking some punts on so you know i think paul george fits the build a little bit better there um on on DraftKings where I can get the savings and I get multiple position eligibility on some other guys, and on FanDuel I'm able to to uh, pay up at a position that I think is more difficult to hit at small forward and just taking the two guys up top.
0: Yeah, and I and t- talking about some other. Options in the shooting guard position: uh, Dennis Schroeder and Luke Kennard and Spencer Dimity are all shooting guard positions. Kennard just got a four years. Kennard got paid. Millie, yep. Kennard definitely <laughs> did get the bag. And there's some uh, former Clipper players that had something to say about it on Twitter. We'll talk about Montrezl Harrell specifically when we get to the center position. But outside of Kennard and Terrell uh, Burt, is six five on draftings. That's way too expensive for my liking, especially playing alongside with Kyrie and Katie, like same thing I said for Dinwiddie, mm-hmm. uh, Some other players that are caught some buzz this preseason, specifically in Taylor Horton Tucker, priced all the way down at 3,500. He's played really, really well. And I'd be shocked if he doesn't have some sort of rotational run to see uh, how he does this year, especially early on, maybe just to like backload um, be a little easier on the minutes of uh, some of the players who played quite a bit in the bubble leading to that championship run, but who are the scrubs in the sh- uh, shooting guard position and feel free to lead off the small forward position?
1: Yeah, uh, Luke Kennard is somebody that you don't pay four years, $64 million for, unless you're pretty interested in their skill set. So I think the minutes we saw that were a little bit depressed in the preseason might've been uh, just, I mean, not load management, not anything like that. We're just getting going, but uh, just kind of making sure that, they bought the goods that they liked and you know, he's going to come out and you got to expect that that's a definite minutes boost compared to like the 20 to 22 minutes we saw in the preseason. I think 22 is last preseason game. So I'm excited about Luke Kennard, probably more than the public is going to be. And then Taylor, uh, Taylor Horton Tucker, I mean, Iowa state's finest. So as an alumni, I can't speak any slander against them. So, uh, I'm pretty excited about him too. Uh, Thirty five hundred on DraftKings and thirty five hundred at the flat min on shoot uh, for shooting guard on FanDuel, both make a lot of sense. So uh, if you had to pick one guy down in that range, uh, do you have any interest? Tavius Caldwell Pope, Damian Lee, anybody else that you're kind of thinking and taking some shots on?
0: Yeah, it's pretty ugly down there, but <laughs> someone is you're gonna have to play someone to get in an extra stud it'll be interesting which one of those come out on top. And I think that'll be a key differentiator to get on top of the leaderboard. Right now, safe to say I have any confidence in any of them. I'm probably going to lean with someone who's going to get the most minutes. And I think KCP will get most of those minutes. I think he's the one that I feel most confident in getting minutes. And that's where my confidence is going to lie. Uh, outside of that, uh, that position is pretty ugly. Onto the small forward position we go. Uh, led by LeBron, who has uh, eligibility there, Kelly Oubre is someone who uh, is uh, joining this new Warrior squad. Tsunami Poppy does bring a different level of swagger to this team. Uh, great, great defender. I really enjoy watching him play defense. He, he's priced all the way up at 6,700. He doesn't just make for a fine build. He doesn't come in at a good value, but at that price tag, I'm gonna have. I guess some interest, because I, I do prefer him to Wiggins just because he's cheaper by $300 right now. There's going to be another warrior that I need to be interested in in this matchup against the Nets. But uh, the small forward position is pretty, pretty bad. Joe Harris doesn't really stand out to me. He doesn't pick up much peripherals. And uh, I, on FanDuel, Nick Batum is all the <laughs> way at the minimum at 3500 and Kent basemore is $3,600. we are going, 3, we're going bench digging with that one, yeah. That maybe we could consider. Um, talk to me about these uh, small forward scrubs and the rest of the small forward position on DraftKings.
1: Well, first of all, LeBron is 9600 and he fills small forward for you just fine. If you're playing cash games, if you're doing something of that nature, that's the easy plug-and-play spot for him. But... Going down the line, you know you've got Kawhi who can also do the same thing there. And if you're looking to game stack up that first Golden State Brooklyn game, which has a 231 total, uh, 231, 232, uh, you you've got to basically pick between Wiggins and Ubre in, in a lot of those lineups, especially if you're going to try to jam in one of the studs who's going to go off in the late in the late night hammer. So uh, Ubra is definitely my lean as well. He's somebody who has a lot more unknowns wrapped around him. We kind of know who Wiggins is. Uh, we know that he's not going to eat up a bunch of that usage with Steph there now as well. Ubre just kind of feels like a little bit more of a wild card. With the
0: Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Uh, But somebody you can definitely spike more of an upside, in my opinion, Uh, Kyle Kuzma, sitting there at 5,500. Can I interest you in some Kuzma on on DraftKings?
0: Well, Kyle Kuzma, uh, one of the greatest nicknames I heard is by her uh, colleague in, uh, Greg Ehrenberg, he calls uh, Kyle Kuzma West Coast Kevin Knox, and I don't think he could have said it any more be- uh, better than that. So that's my opinion on Kyle Kuzma. It's he fair. did pick up it's an fair. interesting contract extension, which I think is $40 million too much. I may be hitting on Kuzma a little too much, but at 5,500, yes, in GPPs where there's such a top-heavy structure, Kuzma has an upside in him If he, if he's going to get minutes. LeBron's been quote-tweeting him that quote-tweeting saying, Kuzma's going to shock some people. A lot of people within the Lakers organization do believe in Kuzma if they're giving him that extension. I've always thought he was someone that was going to get traded. That price tag makes things tough. He's not all that great in value. And maybe he gets some extra minutes um, based off rotation and how things have looked for him with his contract extension. I'm always hesitant to roster Kyle Kuzma. I'm not the biggest fan of him. And on small board, where you need to roster two positions at small board, it's h- tough to go without James and Kawhi.
1: Yeah.
0: And outside of that, I can't base more someone who's back in golden state. Maybe he does well there. Yeah. And I guess but I think we should talk about the power.
1: Yeah. But first Joe Harris too, he's going to be somebody who comes in pretty popular. Uh, looking at our first run of ownership, uh, which Osimo has the most ridiculously unbelievable ownership projections in the entire industry. Uh, Joe Harris comes in at thirty seven point four percent. And again, this is uh this is a very early run of these projections and you're gonna wanna be refreshing all the way up to lock. But uh that's a pretty hefty number for him. So uh sitting down there at forty eight hundred, I think he'll garner some popularity and uh, he'll fit in a lot of my builds too. Somebody who can spike an upside just hit six, seven threes in a in a big outing, so yeah,
0: and uh, as you mentioned our ownership projections, uh, I want to talk about our promotion that we're running. It is by far the best promotion you'll see in the NBA DFS industry going on right now. All you can get for just one dollar is you can get access to all our S- awesome NBA product. You can get access to our Boom Bus tool, the ownership projections, player rankings, player projections are coveted lineup builder which is great for people who are building one to three lineups really can make, help you build a unique lineup with some powerful upside using alex's inbuilt tools and also you, there's some alex's game plan video where he gives you kind of much like a private uh session about what's going through his mind how to attack the slate and so many more new to, uh, tools that are in the works that alex is working on so make sure to use our promo code caruso C A R U uh, S O, when you check out, um, you'll get a- access to Awesome uh, NBA till December 29th. Do not miss out on this. This is an absolutely steal on starting right away. There's a, two Millie Makers Christmas Day has some massive slates. Have some fun with the product, and we hope that you stick around for the long haul. And onto the power forward position we go. Uh, Kevin Durant. Uh, price at 9.8 on DraftKings. And Anthony Davis, priced at 10K. I love them both. I can't, uh, it's really hard for me to say uh, I would be fading either one of them. I'm a big fan of both players in the basketball sense, and I love rostering them in DFS. Anthony Davis is probably a player who gets a ton of hate for going to the locker room. Fingers crossed we don't get to see much of that this year, but you never know. It's Anthony Davis. KD coming off uh, a. <laughs> Achilles injury. It's been a while. Last time we saw him was in yeah. June of 2018. Now in Brooklyn, priced at nine eight. Talk to me a bit about this power forward position on uh, DraftKings and Fanduel. Uh,
1: so similar to what we had at small forward, where you had LeBron and Kawhi. You go over to power forward, you have Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant. Now Kevin Durant on Fanduel is twenty one hundred dollars cheaper than Anthony Davis. Uh, I think the ownership is probably going to reflect that fact uh, because Kevin Durant. If we get any semblance of who he is, is is $1,500 underpriced. Uh, You go over to DraftKings, you pretty much can do whatever you want um, in terms of of being able to fit both of them in. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about some of this power forward value that'll help you on this slate. Um, But I think a popular build will definitely involve uh, Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, uh, LeBron James. There's a way to make all three of those work. Um, or maybe Paul George with those two power forwards. But uh, FanDuel is really where you see the crazy price discrepancy between the two. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about Eric Pascal, who's going to probably be the highest-owned player on the slate, maybe on both sides?
0: Eric Pascal is someone who I expect to uh, pick up quite a bit in minutes. I mean, no Draymond Green tomorrow, so there's going to be minutes to be spread around. I'm always hesitant in the Warriors front court rotation. What Steve Kerr is going to do, he sent to that uh, their second overall pick James Wiseman's going to play there, so he's going to get some run. I and think that's the Wiseman guy that I really want to step, go to. Uh, I
1: mean, one thing you got to pay attention to in early season NBA DFS, you got to be able to look at some of these rookies that are coming in, or how many question marks. I mean, we have more question marks around this season and around what the what it's going to look like between COVID, between short rest, between teams that haven't played since March uh, that weren't in the bowl that. Are going to be coming in with with rotations like the Timberwolves have, where you just have a plethora of guards and for, like small forwards that you don't really know how those minutes are going to get broken up. So you got to be able to take some chances on some guys that there's going to be question marks around. James Wiseman is a little bit different than Jordan Bell, uh, the Oregon kid who you know was drafted the back end of the first round. Uh, when you draft somebody with draft capital to be your number two pick you want him to play right away. And so if he's healthy and he's ready to go, you got to expect that that's going to be a big upgrade for that front court. And, you know, on FanDuel, where his length and his size, I mean, he's just was a defensive... We saw him play three games at Memphis, but uh, for, for the wingspan he has, for the size he has, feels like somebody who could really D it up and, and get you those three points for steals and blocks over on FanDuel.
0: Yeah, and before I talk about my uh, take on Montrez Harrell, I want you guys to all make sure... To Make sure you uh, like, rate, and subscribe Whatever platform you're uh, listening on If you're watching on YouTube Please hit that subscribe button It means a lot to both me and Eric And the rest of the team at Osmo.com And if you uh, leave a review on our podcast page You'll be automatically entered to potentially win An Osmo NBA annual pass worth $400 So that's a no-brainer We're excited to have you on board We hope you enjoy this podcast so far But on to Mantra's hero Who expressed some salt Quite a bit salty <laughs> about seeing Luke Kennard's uh, extension on Twitter earlier this <laughs> evening. Yes. Uh, and uh, Montrezl Harrell priced at 5300 in the ultimate revenge spot after seeing uh, the Kennard's extension. Talk to me about Montrezl Harrell. Uh, he's centered on Fando while he's power forward eligible on DraftKings. Uh, talk to me about Montrezl Harrell, and uh, feel free to give me some of your thoughts on the center position as well.
1: Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to kind of see uh, what his role is uh, along with this team, how many minutes he's going to play alongside Anthony Davis and Marcus Saul, and kind of see how those three break up minutes at the five. I think that's going to be an early season thing to get a grasp on, because if Montrose Harrell sees minutes and he can produce the way he was pre-bubble, I mean, the guy won sixth man of the year playing like three games or four games right before the playoffs started and then looked like garbage uh, once the postseason came around so uh, he doesn't have his back or his backcourt mate in Lou Williams to be running the pick-and-roll with. Uh, Schroeder kind of makes a lot of sense as somebody who can maybe fill in for that kind of a, a second-unit deal, but Schroeder will be starting, I'm pretty sure. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what his offensive productivity was, is with that team, but he's got a motor. He can accumulate a crazy amount of rebounds. That should cut into eighties rate a little bit uh, for, for going forward, so that's going to be something also to be paying attention to early on but you got to have interest there. I mean, he's still underpriced, I think at 5300 if he's going to be playing more minutes. He was playing uh under 30 minutes, I believe at the beginning of uh at the beginning of the season last year and so uh we're going to see a jump in that.
0: oh yeah, for sure. And uh I think we need to talk about the other side of the uh, on the Clippers and their signing who I was a big fan of in Serge Ibaka. He's power forward and Fanduel. He's priced at 5500 there. He's center only on DraftKings, I believe. And Ibaka is priced at 5200 there. I like the signing because they're going to need Ibaka to go up against Jokic if they face that matchup again in the in the playoffs. I like Ibaka quite a bit. Uh, it, I'm it, we're very interested to see how many extra minutes he gets without no Marcus Morris, who has been ruled out uh, for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Ibaka is another option that I'm going to be looking at. And I, I think he might come in at a kind of an ownership discount compared to some of the other centers. And FanDuel is a position, a center position, where you kind of just have to get it right on a two-game slate because mm-hmm. you just have one option there. And they're all and, just uh, so cheap, Brooklyn too. Nets I have... mean, with
1: with 5,100 sitting up top as Harrell uh, and, and having it only drop off the end, I mean, you don't really even have a high-end center option to be spending on, so there's going to be some opportunities to make sure that you can go over the field on whoever your preference is. That's not going to be a problem.
0: For sure. For sure. And I I want to talk about this DeAndre Jordan, Jared Allen situation. Jared Allen did not get a contract extension from the Nets. DeAndre Jordan is Katie and Kyrie's boy. That's why he's in, uh, that's why he's in Brooklyn. Brooklyn's going to be coached by Steve Nash this year. I'm very excited to see what he can do there. And uh, Mike D'Antoni is leading the assistant uh, assistant coach bench there. So DeAndre Jordan, I think is a great option at 4,500 on FanDuel. I, I, I think he's going to come in with some ownership because he's going to be playing quite a bit. minutes. 5,600. I'm not that interested on DraftKings, but that 4,500 price tag on FanDuel seems quite nice to me.
1: Yeah, it kind of makes everything work for you too. Uh, he He's going to make the most sense for me as well, I think, in that spot. Um, 5,500 isn't over the moon. And we saw he kind of developed a, a three game in the bubble. He was stepping back and hitting threes in the playoffs. Uh, that Celtics series, he he got pretty hot. He was kind of the, I wouldn't say the best player on the floor, but he was somebody that uh, definitely shot above his head, in my opinion. And if that actually continues, like if it's if it's a thing, you want to be on it early. You don't want to be late on your guys. If uh, you know if he's somebody who can step out and hit some threes, that just adds to his value on on DraftKings as well, uh, even at the center position. But on FanDuel, we know what he can do on the defensive end. Uh, I keep reiterating it over and over, but three points for steals and blocks. He's somebody who can have a four or five block game in this spot.
0: Yeah, I think another center that we definitely should talk about is Ivica Zubach. Zubach is someone who looked great in the bubble and uh, probably Doc Rivers lost his job because he chose to play Harold over Zubach in some critical uh, minutes in the the, uh, second round matchup against the Nuggets, and Zubach is someone... has an upside and you know the upside really well personally talk to me about Zubach and your personal affection towards Ivica well
1: I needed like a like a 50 plus point outing out of Zubach as my last player uh last January and he helped me hit my first six figure game so uh he has a special place in my heart I'm pretty sure my dog is going to be named Zubach so that's just a flat out call uh it'll probably be the best dog in the entire world because I love Zubach so much and the thing is. People wanted to talk about how great Harrell was on the defensive end and have him fit in uh, pre-bubble. But you saw in the bubble, Zubac was a much better defender. He was able to actually be effective in the pick and roll. He wasn't getting completely murdered the way he was in previous years. Uh, And so he was able to stay out on the floor. And for Doc Rivers to be, you know, relying on Harrell in that spot when he just didn't look right made absolutely no sense to me. So uh, you don't have to ask me twice to play Zubac. I will just do it anyway, so...
0: Yeah, and uh, before we talk about Wiseman and the rest of the centers available uh, on the Warriors, there is um, a reason just to uh, kind of like play roulette in the center position on Fanduel, just because they're all kind of decently good options in DeAndre Jordan, Harrell, Zubac. I like those options and just like mixing and matching your uh, uh, lineups with them. I have no issues. Mm-hmm. But uh, going on to James Wiseman on... DraftKings he is priced at 4,900 Kavan Looney also priced at 5,200 and Marquise Chris is also there so then I'm just a little hesitant on Kerr how Kerr's going to manage those minutes just that first game Mm -hmm. Kerr did indicate that Wiseman's going to start soon much sooner than later and Wiseman in those three games averaged 1911 he's a stud he uh played at Memphis for Penny Hardaway before uh some college, uh, college um, sanctions came down on him and the Memphis team, but that yeah, Memphis I, team was I, ranked number I definitely one want to say my, of him.
1: Yeah, my, my preference is him on FanDuel. 4,200, uh, that seems like a spot where he could spike an upside a little bit more than over over on mm-hmm. DraftKings. 4,900 is a little hefty for a guy who, you know, his main asset is going to be on the defensive end early on. Uh, I don't really know how developed his offensive game has gotten from the three games we saw him play uh, in college. So uh, FanDuel is the place to, to take a stand on him uh, for me. But there's so many guys over on DraftKings that, I mean, some of those centers are just a little bit too expensive. Jared Allen, uh, DeAndre Jordan are going to be in a timeshare, uh, and they're both the second and third most expensive centers over there. So it makes a lot more sense to get your exposure to them over on FanDuel and you know if you prefer DeAndre Jordan which i think you do that's that's the guy to to hammer out over there. Uh, is there anybody else that you yeah, kind of funny. yeah
0: that's my like, like first like look at it i'm going to have to look into some coaching uh, notes uh, of Steve Kerr mm-hmm. what he has, says leading up to the game um this God, is you're like both said this is our <laughs> first look at our salary and everything and whatnot mm-hmm. so uh, it's are uh, and make sure to stay tuned to the rest of the Osmo.com uh, programming shows. Uh, this is essentially a table setter for the strategy show uh, followed by Osmo's game plan his uh, behind the scenes uh, behind the paywall show about what his thoughts are leading up to the slate. Make sure to use that promo code Caruso for a dollar to watch it for for the, up until the 29th. And then there's the deeper dive in Live Before Lock. Uh, just very excited to have NBA back. NBA is NBA DFS is my favorite DFS sport. I have a ton of fun playing it. I love how it's every day and you kind of have a quick memory. You're quick to forget um, any late scratches, any uh, any mistakes while in your lineup building, unlike NFL, where you get a dread on it for a whole week. And NBA is going to be great. I, I love the storylines. I love the drama behind it. It's going to be a ton of fun. Any final thoughts on the slate?
1: Guys, have fun. Uh, NBA's back any any positive you can get in 2020 is a win and uh getting getting that back and on board is fantastic but otherwise it's so good doing a show with you my dude i mean this is just a blast to be here to be talking sports with you to be talking nba specifically uh you know we're we're fortunate to be at the best spot in the industry and you know, I'm I'm excited to to deep dive into some of these slates a little bit more with you as we go. And I I saw that we have a 13 gamer coming up on on Wednesday, so uh, <laughs> we're gonna have a lot to say. So uh, a lot more to say than we did today. Um, and looking forward to that. But uh, otherwise, just good luck, everybody. No, definitely. Yeah.
0: And, and this is gonna be a ton of fun. The aerial approach, a quick uh, quick rundown of what we thought about the slate with pricing and whatnot. And Eric has something fun lined up for you guys. Eric, talk to talk to um, talk to him about the slate starter listener league and uh, what your plan is with that.
1: Yeah, so we're going to kind of go back and forth between DraftKings and FanDuel and do a little playing around with it. But let's get a listener league going. Uh, we'll have a description in the in the uh, description box. That's a good place for it. So uh, we're going to have a little a little uh, deal where you can sign up for the DraftKings uh, listener league. It's going to be twenty man, one dollar. We're starting small. Uh, we want to build that thing up as we go. But it's a good opportunity to see kind of what we're putting into our lineups, what, what our thinking is for some of these short field slates. And uh, we'll just get a little bit of feedback, go back and forth between DraftKings and FanDuel, but just to have some fun with it and uh, reach out to you guys a little bit.
0: Yeah, you no, know, that's something that uh, we hope that we can grow throughout the year. We'll appreciate your support in that as well. And hopefully it gets big enough where we can – Uh, potentially uh, hand out some Osmo memberships as well. So that's something that you should take advantage. We're giving away a thousand dollar Osmo Plus Platinum Pass and uh, this Platinum Pass will cover all sports across the board, get access to all the tools powered by Alex Baker. Osmo puts in all the work behind these tools and you'll get an access for the whole year. It's a $1,000 value. All you got to do is follow Osmo underscore check out the pinned tweet, and also follow Osmo awesome NBA. Uh, you should already be following Osmo awesome NBA just because we'll be uh, per, uh, retweeting news from beat reporters trying to uh, consolidate your work for you all on that Twitter feed as well for all things NBA. And make sure to check out that giveaway. It's a no-brainer just to enter. All you have to do is guess who will have more points tomorrow, LeBron James or Kawhi Leonard? And that's all you got to do. Reply to the tweet with your option. And we'll pick a lucky winner with the right answer uh, come uh, the following morning. Outside of that, don't forget about Caruso. Good luck tomorrow. And we hope someone takes on the Millie. And hit us up with any questions. You can follow me at Rinpak And Eric, Uh, what's your Twitter handle?
1: Uh, My Twitter handle? At Eric Lindquist. That'll be easy enough. L-I-N-D-Q-U-I-S-T.
0: And check us out there. You can follow me at RINPAK. That's R-Y-N-P-A-K. Hit us up with any questions and uh, we'll catch you tomorrow.
1: Good luck, everybody.